All right. Welcome, everyone, to our new episode called First Thought of the Day. I'm here with Aaron Ingbrecht and a special guest that we will uh, we'll allow him to introduce himself right now. Hi, I'm John Hutton. Yes, Woo-hoo. ladies and gentlemen, you are not hallucinating. This is really happening. This is an actual, this is not just a, a, a vivid dream you're having. Mr. John Hutton here, the legend himself, 25 years? 28 years. Good night. So 28 years and, and all at Valley? Yeah, uh, Teaching-wise, it's actually uh, 32, but 28 years wow. at Valley. Good golly. Taught for a year in Michigan, taught for three years in Texas. So it's, I mean, you've seen it all. I mean, you've been here since the 90s. Have. And you've been, I mean, you've seen all kinds of stuff here. Mm-hmm. I would I would love to hear some of your stories, like your, your best stories here. Um, sadly, your most entertaining stories I know won't be able to be projected here on uh, on it first thought of the day. Be family friendly, all but the time. but would you lead us off with maybe as just something that kind of comes to mind? What is something that you're that you think is when, when you think of a success that you've had here at Valley? What would what would that be? I know, kind of putting you on the spot. Uh, I think of a young man who. Um, left Valley because he went into a program down in Indy uh, that was designed for someone that was struggling in home, in the school, and all those kinds of things, and came back from that program, and his parents had moved, and he... um, ended up was going to have to go to Warsaw, but said, I'm not going to school in Warsaw. If I go there, I'm going to get involved with the wrong people and drop out. So uh, I took him to school for a year. And uh, it was really interesting times because he, he's a he's a good young man, but he, he had some challenges and um, he ended up graduating. I couldn't have been more proud of him. And I, I think of that. And this is a guy that was sent to this program through probation and then now has, is married, has, a, I believe, a daughter. And I don't know. I've talked to him in a couple of years, another kid. Um, and just the fact that he was able to get himself going the right way and put the effort and hard work in and change his attitude, change his perspective. Those are the kind of things. But that's that's just a small piece because a lot of it's about our family and our community here and and how tight it's 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 just the idea of knowing and and having faith and trust and hope in each other and and that being that allowing us to to lift each other up and build that's the probably the best part of what we do here well yeah and that's something that you're just naturally good at i mean you're the guy that i remember the old days we we coached track together you remember those days (laughs) we we coached multiple decades ago yeah we we would uh we we coached track we'd uh you and i would walk several laps while the kids ran (laughs) yes those were uh, were a little less less effort level than they were but but, but even that like that was me new to the area i'm still learning the area and you're one of the guys that that helped really teach me that stuff that was really cool i'm really glad i got to have that that time with you and i enjoyed that because i was learning too i mean i was a young guy i was terry screen and jeff shriver and that that was a a really good group and uh, the irony is somebody's name dropping around here (laughs) i don't know about that out of that group uh greg shara was uh, also in the school and dwayne burkhart but now you have the current track coach was a part of that group and it's just funny how those cycles kind of it's true. Kind of go through. It's very, very cool. Yeah. Um, so let's start off with some comments. Let's do it. I'm here, by the way. Yeah. Aaron Ingbrecht is uh, struggling a little touch under the weather. Yeah. Is that I, fair? Man, I have been sick for about a week. Got a little and, bit of scurvy. Uh, is yeah. That right? a little is that scurvy. kind of what you got? Trying to trying to enhance my lime intake. So a touch of that malaria. That's all right, take man. Care of it. We yeah. all get we all get that. All right. What, what do we have for comments? Well, anything out there? Well, I'll I'll just I'll. 
I'll just read maybe my favorite comment of the last week. Is that okay? Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. Um, from, I don't know if you guys remember this, but on our last podcast, we had Mallory Eaton here. Um, and so it's, I guess here's my, really my first question. Is it tacky to comment on yourself <laughs> on the podcast? But either way, this is what she said. She said, thank you again, all caps for again, Mr. Seacrest. By the way, sitting here in Valley Studio number one with brand new microphones that Mr. Seacrest, now, am I right? You stole these from somebody from like a, an orphanage or something? Okay. And, but it says, thank you again for having me on the pod, exclamation point, guys. Hashtag liar, liar, pants on fire, because we were talking about yep. liars and, and um, lies. And then hashtag L ick. So... That was mm. uh, that was her her hometown, Alexandria, Indiana. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I so, got gotcha. um, So yeah, that was that's my favorite comment that we had there. Please take a minute, post a comment. It makes our day to even see that anybody's listening or gives a rip about yeah. what we're saying here. Become so, become a top commenter. <laughs> Challenge Mallory almost almost that. instantly. <laughs> yeah, you'd be. <laughs> I can guarantee you this with your first comment, you'd be in the top five, <laughs> like with a bullet, you're going way up there very quickly. So, um, let's, let's catch up here a little bit. Why don't you tell us, Aaron, kind of what you've been up to the last week or two couple yeah, weeks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the last week has been just dealing with sickness. Usually when I get sick, it's like a, a day, maybe a two, a couple days to get over it. But this one is just hanging on. Yeah. It is, it is not good. So it's rough. Uh, and actually it's weird because you know, if our family gets sick, I'm usually the one that's, I'm done with it the quickest. And it's reversed. The kids have actually done really well. They've had like kind of runny noses, but. Kind of got that Benjamin Button effect. I guess on, so. Huh? I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's okay. like in my sinuses or what, but you guys can probably hear it if you're listening. Um, but yeah, I we're here. I great. Yeah, we're, we're back. Mr. We're Hutton, how about you? Last couple of weeks? What's been uh, going? What's been shaking? Real, real busy. I uh, One of the things that's kind of visible is I actually run a volleyball club over in Plymouth where I coach. And uh, we had our first tournament. We're just very busy. We practice three times a week. And I, I really am passionate about volleyball and enjoy that time and, and things along those lines. So um, it's uh, – just a, a busy time, but uh, went, went home this weekend to see my parents and really had a good time. It's uh, it's always interesting how much your perspective changes when you go, especially now 100%. that we're without kids. And so yeah. it was just me and my wife. And so It's a new era for you guys. It really is. My wife and I just got to hang out with my mom and dad, and oh, it was fun. just a, a lot of fun. We went on their Saturday excursions, and I discovered that I love Mediterranean food. So that was makes my best part of my weekend. Good times. Yeah. Nice. Now, I got a question real quick. You said you coach in Plymouth, uh, the high school there. You also coach, coach at the high school. Is it the Rockies? Is it the Pilgrims? Pirates? I don't. What, what are they today? The football team is the Rockies, okay. and the rest of the teams are the Pilgrims. Do you have any That's idea how much I wanted you to just say they're the football team, <laughs> like like they were the 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 Commanders? Now is yeah. that what they are? Yeah. Like, and then it would just be like even the volleyball team. Is yeah. the football team yeah. like that? Just would be. I don't know why. My my heart That's skipped. Heart, I was like, I can't to. wait. I hope this is real. <laughs> I hope I'm not just willing this into existence. <laughs> 
Pardon me. And uh, for those of you that don't know John Hutton, if we really get him laughing, he starts to cough. Oh, yeah. And that's how you know you won. Yes, yeah. Right? You've arrived when that's he's, how when he's you wheezing. Know you've, you've really said something. For me, um, nothing really changed. I'm really redoing my room. So if you're a former student that is listening to this for any reason, swing by, check it out. I'm really getting pretty proud of what it's looking like. It's getting there. It's still work in progress. But my bet is by the end of, let's say, February, it ought to be full and ready to roll. Really finding some good vintage stuff, vintage food. Legitimately. Um, I had uh, my, my son, David Walker, over here uh, help me clean out the the one of my drawers. And uh, good golly, Miss Molly, there was a can of SpaghettiOs expired in 2016. Wow. Um, can of chicken that expired in 2014, I think. Something like that. We had so many. Do you guys, anybody out there I, listening, remember when we had snacks here? Well, I had a yeah, whole oh bunch yeah. of juicy juices that I'm pretty sure were fermented at this point. And so. I uh, love the fact that you had a can of chicken. Yeah. A can of chicken. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's the problem here? I don't understand what's. Not, not chicken noodle soup, is. just a can of chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just need some chicken. You know? <laughs> the needs his chicken. Um, so. Let's start out with, uh, we start out every time with a question. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'll start us out here. So you're a happily married man. Yes. Okay. Um, we're getting, we're approaching Valentine's Day. Yeah. That's yeah. coming up here in a few weeks. Yep. If your wife, because she's got nothing but spare time, really, right. throughout the day. Tons of spare time. She's got, I mean, it's probably the easiest job on planet Earth. <laughs> she's got four kids that are... Different time zones most of the day, I bet. We're still we're still in the four kids, four and under. Yeah. We've been there for about a year and a half. What is your wife's number one quality? Oh man. She Sabrina, that's for you, by yeah. the way. So and I'm asking is, uh, I'm asking you, John, that same question in a minute. I so I'm I'll probably get it wrong as far as a number one quality, but something that just jumps out is that she just loves to serve other people and she does it in such a readily and organized way. Hmm. Like she's, she's highly organized. She's a planner and she, she's so selfless. Wow. Like she just, she's serving other people all the time. And I mean, it's, it's what she's doing at home. That's so. a really good quality for her to have because yeah. you're you're pretty high maintenance. I mean, you're, <laughs> I'm no, rough I'm to just, be around. I'm just kidding. No, that's awesome. That's incredible. You know, how about you, John? Uh, you know, when I met my wife, uh, we were at in in Texas, and one of the things I was always impressed about is um, her compassion, empathy, and her determination to be an amazing teacher mm -hmm. and I, I just always admired that about her she was really someone who I thought did a fantastic job um, there's so many other things to talk about her as a, a wife and a mother but I guess that was the first thing and, and, wow. and even to this day you know I just I get so impressed by how many podcasts and how many uh, blogs she follows and all those kinds of things. So I, I think she just does a fantastic, fantastic job and is so there for her kids, even though as our climate has continually changed as teachers, as, as different things have been expected of us, that that has been a 
a continual challenge. She's just so passionate and so such an amazing advocate for kids that are, they're teaching. Just I admire her for that. I really do. And for those of you that are slightly confused, Val is a is a teacher she, in the Warsaw district. She's in Warsaw district. She's a second grade teacher. When she and I met, we were teaching in a middle school and she continually moved down and I continually moved up and we're now at the opposite extremes. I would pay a, a hefty sum of money to see John Hutton involved with sixth graders Ooh, wow like seventh grade like just to watch you interact it'd, it'd be it'd be worth whatever price you charge that was a that was houston texas is where i started teaching and that yeah. was uh our school had two thousand kids we were one of 14 middle schools in wow. this district of about that size that is enormous five, five high schools that were five thousand plus second e biggest each school district. was five thousand plus each high school was five thousand plus it's crazy oh, atlanta um, yeah now you had Hakeem Olajuwon's kids in class, right? <laughs> Was that challenging looking up to them? I mean, you, you're what six five, looking up to them. You're you're not a short man. You're not at all. I mean, yeah, Hakeem's kid walks in the class, and he's a seven footer. It's true. For those of you counting at home, by the way, that is twice we've made him cough. So uh, we're doing our job here. Uh, that is kind of good. The, the best part of that was living in Texas was that was when the Rockets won, and uh, I remember I was selling my car the next day, and I was driving down the road because we had gone to a watch party, and my horn died. Oh. And I, that car was just falling apart. I drove in the next day, and the guy's like, "Really? We're taking this?" So that was a great time, though. That was a wonderful adventure living in Texas. All right, I got a question for you guys now. All right. So last week we were uh, delving in, or a couple weeks ago now, because we Goodness, had canceled yeah, last week. Has, I got yeah. sick, uh, but it was um, kind of a, a most embarrassing moment, or, or it was like a low point where. You, some, We're talking some about my fashion, mustache quite a, a bit. A fashion then. choice yeah. that you made there. You look back and you're just like, oh, man. So here. Not, we're, not we're, my finest hour. We're going back into your youth. Back to the vault. So you guys got to think about this. It's in the vault. Something, something that you did as a kid and felt really proud of. And you were just like, man, I am flying high. Like I just... I crushed this and and even maybe whether you look back on it now and you're proud of it, you know, whatever, but as a kid, something that, and, and maybe you don't have the memory there to be like, man, I don't, I don't know what I was proud of then, but something that you're just like, man, I, I, I can't believe I did that. Or even then you were like, I'm. I'm doing well. Are you saying this is, a, I'm sorry, you're talking about fashion? Or are you saying no, 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 not, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be a fashion choice. Yeah, that was, that was last last time, the fashion. All right, I'll, I'll lead off. <laughs> that would be easiest for everyone. I, when I was a kid, I, I thought I was going to be a kicker in the NFL. <laughs> All right, there's something that, there's a little Walker trivia that very few folks know. Um, I, with your mustache. With my mustache. <laughs> and I was... <clears throat> I don't know. I, I I was pretty good. All right. I, I whatever. Not obviously. Um, don't mean to spoil the outcome, y'all. But I didn't make it to the NFL <laughs> kicking. But but it was interesting. But I just remember like going to a high school, like a Richmond high school football game, and seeing their kicker like just kick extra points, and it would just keep on going. Like in the, I only watched the college or NFL, and they had the nets up, and you know, and when they'd kick. They would only go a little bit. I had not really thought how far they would really go. Um, and so going there, I saw these guys do it, and I saw some guys kick some really long field goals, and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is this is my this is what I want to do. 
and I just remember getting one of the old, like, do you guys remember the plastic tees, like, mm. that you'd get, like, the football plastic oh, yeah. ones? Like the little orange ones? No, no, no. Those are typically, <laughs> like, rubber. But, like, uh, I, I remember mine being white. Huh. Like, really, like... Like super, super flimsy, and one that like you, if it was windy, you wouldn't be able to hold it; it would just blow out of your hand. That's how flimsy it was. But I just remember being able to set that up on like a, a elementary school playground, and I could I'd kick over the 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 like like the soccer goals that were there, and I just was really proud of being able to do that ever. And just like every time I got to move back, I was like. I just look around. There'd be no one for a quarter mile any direction, but it would be like, you guys hear that? Huh? Everybody hear that? And they're chewing for me, you know, like that kind of moment. Obviously, looking back now, I don't. I mean, I probably couldn't do it, but it was so. I was disproportionately proud. Yeah. And just think of those odds, like an uh, an NFL kicker. Yeah. Like to be an elite athlete is hard, but to be an NFL kicker, you're one of thirty. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe there's backups but even then i don't think they roster a backup usually they'll just not usually off off the waiver wire nope man that's 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 a uh elite yeah the best of the best and so like when i got to actually kick in high school for my high school team it was that weird moment that was like oh my goodness i'm doing what i saw as like a 10 year old kid you know it was such a a moment for me so yeah how about you john uh one of the things I'm proud of, I guess, when I was, I always really was intrigued by the martial arts. And uh, when I got into my freshman year. Uh, I know you guys don't see this at home, but um, <laughs> it, it doesn't look, it, it looks to me like, like Ingbrick's having a stroke, but he's actually practicing some sort of karate move yeah, or some sort of. Shuto is what it's called. He's, gonna, he's been using a Seekin is the next thing he was doing there. He's going so. to uh, rip your esophagus uh, out or something. I'm not. completely sure what's going on yeah what was that other thing i i'm seeking it's a type of fist a type of fist you use and stuff like that so um hashtag less than impressive let's just call it that (laughs) i don't know i guess i just got really excited about it and then this little little uh small local karate group came into uh, (laughs) came to our local school district and came to a local elementary school and i started studying and um one of the things i did was i studied i was really passionate about it we would go three or four days a week and we would kind of barnstorm and drive to all these different classes around um and, in and, michigan in michigan yeah where i grew up and and be nerds of course we have to wear our geese in to get you our pops to. to get our yeah. mountain dews which is the most can i get into a fight thing in the world and, and uh, now now let me let me see if i can just set the scene my, for myself mentally yeah were the ladies lining up when you walked in to get your <laughs> you mountain dew keep in mind that i was about five eight then i was about okay. five eight maybe like a buck sixty buck seventy i was not my question not, has not, not changed at this no, point no still were not. the ladies did have hair did have a lot more right. hair back then you know but uh was the mullet in full force yet? <laughs> it was not. The, the mullet was later during my college years. I, I'm sad to say, now that I've finally come to that, I've, I've, I've stopped blocking that memory that it truly was. I, I had the realization that I did have a, a pretty sweet mullet, you know, back in the day. But no, just uh, one of the things that, that I did was as a, as a martial artist, I, uh, the, the day I got my black belt was uh, when I did my testing, one of the things that happened was I became a sensei, I became an instructor, and that was only the second time that it happened in in my association so it was kind of a big deal it was funny to me because i had not really considered being a teacher and that kind of started me down that path 
of um, wanting to instruct and wanting to teach. And, and I had done that. I bet you I've done that for the last 30 years. I've been doing for 20 years. I've been doing kickboxing here at Valley. I started doing it in Texas. And I, I just have, it's just a, still a part of my life. So how, how long ago was that that you got your black belt? And that was when I was. So give me a year, maybe. Uh, 83 or 84. Wow, that's pre-Ralph yeah. Macchio. <laughs> like, because my, my real, is. my question was there, going was. to be, my question was going to yeah. be, so can we pin Ralph Macchio's ascendancy no. to your being a teacher? But no, we can't. No, we cannot. No. no. And I, so Bruce Lee, though. Absolutely. Bruce 100%. Lee. And I've met his students and trained with some of his students. And that's probably one of the neatest things that I've I've, I've ever had. Yeah. Dan Inosanto is one of them. I'm hoping to see him. Uh, maybe he's in Minnesota uh, later this year. Actually, one of our Valley alumni is there. Nathan Shepard is there now. And he is really um, good guy. He's a good guy. He's studying with uh, another guy that I met there named Rick Fay. And but uh, Inosanto is coming and I've seen him probably 10 times. And it's just uh, it's amazing. This is a guy that's 92 and still could take me apart without, you know, probably one eye and one hand and he's just it's just really neat to see somebody that's that passionate and devoted to the arts and stuff unreal is it time for the lightning round oh Mr. here we go the lightning round Can you tell us a secret special thing oh yeah oh i should probably tell my about secret my wife too thing? Huh? i don't know about that yeah well, maybe we'll save it for next time maybe yeah <laughs> <laughs> Would you stay in your lane, Mr. Hutton? Huh? Yeah. How about that? I'm How about you let here. us run I'm the show? Just, enjoying just, it. Yeah. Enjoy it. I kind of would too, actually, but it's okay. Yeah. You're going to make me think. Maybe right. we'll come back to it after we'll the come back. We'll round. circle back. Okay. All right. Let here we go. Land. And it is time for the lightning, lightning round. round. All right. I'm going to lead off. Okay. What's your favorite type of pop or soda? Favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, salted caramel. Favorite state outside of Indiana or Michigan? Texas. First celebrity crush? Uh, the girl from the Karate Kid, Allie, and I'm sorry to remember her last name, but she's still there. Um, <laughs> what is, okay, yeah. Furthest destination you've traveled to? Uh, England, where I did my student teaching. Paris, France, sorry. Paris, France would be the farthest I ever went. Round to the nearest dozen. How many boards would you say you've broken in your martial arts career? Uh, two. Not really. Boards don't hit back. Okay. Um, favorite breakfast item to eat? Donut. Favorite quality about Mallory Eaton? Uh, passion. Least favorite place to travel to? Ooh, great question. Uh, this is called the stumper, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, that's yes. a really good one. Ohio. Okay. For th those of you that can't see, he shrugged and looked lost. He's like, I don't know. Yeah. Just whatever. Just nearby. Here. But he's from Michigan, so that that's makes true. sense. That's so kind of a dig. It is kind of a dig at uh, at the, the the state of Michigan from Ohio. Those of you, Ohio State, Michigan, enormous rivalry. So yeah, it, it is quite the dig. Are we that. through the the lightning round? Did we just fizzle out? You just well, I I had several more kind of queued up, but yeah, you're right. We we did we did hit our quota. All right. So All right. Um, this this week, I usually ha or have been leading off every other week with my question but this time Aaron brings his question to us and his first thought of the day yeah so my first thought comes from uh, just something I've heard in recent years from students and it got me thinking kind of the bigger picture of of kind of what's going on but I've heard the the term try hard thrown out there 
uh, in a negative connotation. Oh, it's it. There's a lot of of negativity associated with the idea of a tryhard. And then I've heard other ones. I'm probably going to misquote them, but like they were describing somebody who I think again was just like going like 100 percent or trying hard, and they called him a sweat. I'm kind of looking at C. Chris to see if I'm even a sweat or a sweaty. Again, it was just kind of a, like a knock on somebody like trying hard. Hmm. So it got me wondering, and I don't, I don't really know what the question is about it, but I've kind of jotted down some some thoughts. Basically, has hard work lost its its place on the pedestal, or um, is it losing its value? Wow, what a great question! Because because the idea, I think we. Again, I don't necessarily want to speak for you too, but I feel like I know you well enough to know that I, at least this much about you, you both value hard work. Sure. You both value, I mean, you would put that as one of your values. The, the idea of a work ethic is enormous to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is to me. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm the guy that's, you know, I, at least in my mind, I don't, I'm not a comparer, but I don't ever want to get outworked. And I don't want anyone to ever think that I'm not working hard enough. I don't ever want to get outworked. So, yeah, I've noticed that, too. I feel like that's something that maybe are generationally. Is that something is has generationally has it lost some of its luster? It's a really interesting question. I, I, I don't know that hard work is necessarily bad, but I think people seen as trying to be seen as just working hard versus, uh, you know, people that are actually in there just killing it. Like, I got to be honest, I don't think anybody looks at Wade Jones, who's one of the hardest working kids we have, as any kind of negativity. But there are kids that want to be seen as, I think, I'm I'm better, I'm working harder than you, you know, the kids that hold themselves up, you know, that, that are leading through loudness instead of example. Do, do you think there's a negative? Do you think there's any part of this that people want it to look effortless? I do. Is I actually that- do. And I wonder if some of that stems from sports. I mean, we've got athletes mm. that are just dominant. You know, uh, I grew up in the era where Michael Jordan, it the stuff he did on the court Famous baseball player, for those of you that don't know. He also dabbled (laughs) in basketball. He did. Uh, At times, it it looked effortless. And sometimes you'd hear people describe, Sure. oh, you know, he he made that move look effortless or he makes it look easy. Uh, Agreed. You know, now the the past 20 years or so, we've had LeBron James and some of the stuff he does, you know, his size and athleticism – that combination it, it sometimes it just looks like man he he's actually playing against the elite players out there but at times it looks like he's just playing against it's just know, a high schoolers game. yeah and and here's what's really interesting i remember watching another sports analogy i'm a big football fan most of y'all know that um i, so I was watching the it was the nfl today this would have been probably a decade ago 15 years ago and they were talking about the two most dominant players in the NFL at the time was Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, right? And they were they were talking about him and they, they kept saying, what is the difference between Tom Brady and Peyton Manning? What is the difference? What, 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 why, what are they, how are they similar? How are they different? And I just, I knew that that day I had the Colts at one and the Patriots at 4.30. And I'm like, I'm going to watch for that. I'm going to actually like pause my day, whatever I was doing, and I'm going to watch for that. And it was weird because those of you who are football fans know Peyton Manning before the snap is constant movement, tapping his helmet, kicking the players, pointing everywhere, barking, get left, right. The snap of the ball is at one and then he gets the playoff. Okay, and it looks like an absolute train wreck. 
and yet touchdown after touchdown. It looks like he is doing everything on planet Earth. That afternoon at 4.30, I watched Tom Brady, and it looked like he was just having fun. To me, that that was the difference. I, I don't think people want to be seen as the Peyton Manning of the world, the people that are working super hard to make it happen. I think they want to be seen as, oh, this is just so easy for me. I don't even have to try. I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it's hard. I, I think, you know, it's funny. I, we were talking about this in practice last night. We were doing a drill, and we just weren't very good at it. Yeah. And I and I saw a lot of kids get really down, and I said, you guys, I, I – I struggle with the idea that you don't allow yourself to be bad at something to begin with and then get better because we all feel like we should have it right away. But this drill was fairly complex. There were some timing components. There were a lot of skills. And I just like bump like, set spike, like, like bump set. Spike. Okay, this yeah. is more bump set. It was kind oh, of bump wow. set is what it well, was. You'll get there. We you'll get to the spike there. someday. We as advanced as yeah, you, Mr. Okay. Walker. But well, I'll um, teach you. It took us a while, and, and for kids to get led to that moment and to have to critique and evaluate and then say, are you better now than you were? And we just oh, want to wow. be good, yeah, right? And I, I don't want, and I don't want, I'd love for you to be good, but you're not good, and you just have to allow yourself to get better, and as that better eventually turns into good, and then it turns into great. And I think it's yeah. hard for kids to not, not to allow themselves to have that progression because their first statement is, I'm terrible. I can't do this. I'm not good at this. You're right. You're not. It's okay. It's okay to not be good at something and, and give yourself time to grow. But, the, but this try hard idea, this yeah. idea that now I have to try hard to be good at it is not valued all the time. It's seen as less. Really, really interesting. You know, because I, I felt like, and I was constantly stopping that sequence and pointing out, yes, you know, we couldn't do this. Yes, we weren't tossing well. Now you're tossing, okay. Yes, now you're not, you're reloading between each move now and you're not just stopping every time. Look at all that growth. And then next week, when we do this again, you'll be even better. And next week, you might be good at this. And you may not be, but we're not going to be bad. We're going to be better. And it's and when I when I do things where it's in my classroom, I don't care if you're not perfect. I care if you're trying. I care if you're working. I care those things. It's how do we help kids to learn how to grow just a little bit at a time and be okay and value that growth instead of I'm not good at this, you know? Because I so many times I talk to kids about that negative talk. I don't want to hear I'm going to fail this test because you're you're making yourself do this. I want to sure. hear I'm going to do my best. And then, oh, the all thing, the time you hear that too. Yes, with our philosophy here and the idea that we value the growth, we value opportunities. It's it's so important that kids know that you're going to get another bite of that apple. It's okay, sure. you know, but we don't, they can't, the anxiety, it's so much more anxiety. Well, and stuff. I, I think, I think you've really, well, first of all, do you guys see why John Hutton's a legend? Did you not feel motivated right there? And if, if there would have been a choir in here, they would have started singing. I mean, it would have been all kinds. I felt, of stuff I felt levitated. Was... <laughs> I no, but but for real, I like, I, I can see why you're in a, a great teacher and a great coach. I mean, that's the, you fired me up right there. But but the the word that I always use is the word yet. Yeah, it's called the right. power of yet, and I can't for the life of me, I can't remember who wrote it. But um, but yeah, you're not good. Yeah, you're not good yet. yet. Yep. Yeah. You aren't great yet. But doggone it, you're better than you were 10 minutes ago. You're mm -hmm. better than you were an hour ago. You know, you're better than you were last week. You know, that whole idea. And, and Mr. Ingbrecht, your, your favorite phrase, at least over the last year, has been productive struggle. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Productive struggle. The, the concept that it, it's going to be a little bit messy. It's going to take a little bit of time. But like thinking through and working through to finally like get something that you're proud of. Um, 
Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of that. And that's term, enormous. Struggle. And that's and that's that's something that I feel like I got as a kid. Yeah. I I was given. I mean, we came from a family that didn't have a ton of money, didn't have a ton of like resources as far as things. I I had to work. I had to work pretty darn hard. Yeah. Did you find out who did the powers uh, yet? It was a growth mindset thing. I found some cute things on Etsy for you, though. Oh, my goodness. Be sure and, well, I'll be sure and follow up. I'll, I'll post you, that to my Pinterest page exactly. later. <laughs> Can't sure. wait for that to happen. That's great. Yeah, a lot of really sweet stuff. I really do. The, the other thought that comes to mind is I wonder if the the influx of fail videos oh and, and like like yeah just, like you can you can yeah oh you know you, you love to laugh at them and that's a great and i wonder call. if that like if if that has raised our awareness on man i just don't want to do something and look stupid doing it because i mean if we're honest fellas we didn't want to look stupid no 25 years ago no you know 30 years ago in school we didn't want to look dumb either but i think it's much more prevalent now yeah. I think there is much more, you know, the fail kind of an idea. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a, yeah, that's a great call. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll kind of close out here and um, thinking of, uh, there's an analogy that comes to mind when it comes to just this, this concept of try hard and, and working hard. And I've, I've heard it. It's like the analogy of the duck. You know, you see the duck kind of gracefully moving across the top of the water, but underneath he's just paddling like crazy. And, I would say that for those people out there that really are hesitant to ever give the appearance of of hard work, maybe your target is the duck. Hmm. Maybe your target is, you know what, I'm going to put Good in call. the hard work behind the scenes sure. to at least give the appearance of I can make this look easy. But you just can't shun hard work altogether. And um, you can't be afraid of the word yet. That's, yeah. the, that's the thing. Yeah. I, I, I also would challenge people to just consider what are things that you're right. If you're honest with yourself, you're not good at that today. You're not good yet. But if you work your tail off, you're going to get better. You know, anything to add, Mr. Hutton? I just, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I love teaching in a valley. I've always, I, I feel this is a great place and I, we have Agreed. a great culture and community. And I think uh, yeah, if we can be better about um, in the classroom, helping each other be that yet kind of people, just allowing yourself. Because it's so many times we're in class and you ask somebody a question and they're pondering it and every somebody else wants to pipe in. Sure. To give them the oh, answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I know that's from a place of love and help and, you know, things like that. But we got to let people have their moments to get better and just be thoughtful and, you know. I think if we can help people get that point where they feel comfortable being in that moment and then just getting better, right? It's always about trying. It's all about that that try hard attitude. I'm gonna mentality, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and if I'm not right then I'll get better because the next time I'll get it. Right. So um so yeah, please leave us a comment um at our at our um uh, on our page there and uh here at Valley Studio One. Thank you again, Mr. Seacrest. Thank you again, Mr. Ingbrecht. And big thanks to John Hutton being our guest today. It's wonderful having you here, learning about all these cool things that you've done over the years. And uh, we will talk at you next week. Have a good one. See you guys. See you. Thank you.